0: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday. am glad you guys could join us for another edition of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living, Inc. Um, pray everybody had a great weekend, a safe weekend. Um, yeah. So, hey, Bernada, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm just peachy. Just great.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> Good. That's good. How was your weekend? Um, weekend was
0: like every other weekend. Did a whole lot of stuff for other people, but not myself. But I did get to hang out with two people I haven't seen in a while, A.K.A. Renata and you know another person. I don't know if she won't have her name on uh, radio or not. So the other huh? I mean, you know, husband, I cried and I was been occupied and cheating on me with her best friend, so I, never, I don't get to see her as much. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> which is okay. I
0: guess.
1: Well, you know, what's happening with this little quarantine thing? So it's not like we're out here doing a whole lot anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You could at least reach out and Facetime or uh, video chat me sometime, but it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My heart will go on.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about all five us? Anyway, how
2: mm-hmm.
1: was your weekend, though. My weekend was pretty good. Um, just that's like my last few weekends because of um, how much I'm working during the week. I feel like I just devote that to like spending time with family and friends and kind of recharging, although I don't. I don't feel like I got a lot of sleep this weekend, but you know, that's okay.
0: Well, that's usually a, a good time when you don't have a, you know, a whole lot of sleep. You, you get to get to get to do all the things you thought about doing, and get to uh, do some things that you didn't think about doing. I don't know. I probably wonder why people be like, oh. I, wait, I can't wait for the weekend because by the time you get to the weekend, you're still doing a whole lot of stuff. You may just get to sleep in slightly later, but you still do a lot of stuff. But I guess if you don't have to necessarily clock in per se, I guess that does make it better. But.
1: True. I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's just a different, It's. it's different in the sense of, during the weekend, um, even though I might I might be staying up later or whatever I'm doing, I'm not working, so it's it's a different kind of tired. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can
0: concur with that because I am definitely a different type of tire. <laughs> I need to. Uh, I'm gonna have to figure out a nice sleep regimen for myself because right now I am not getting no good. I'm not getting. A, good amount of sleep. I'm getting sleep, but it's not a good sleep, and I never sleep past a certain time period, so I'm really never getting a good sleep, so I don't know. I know it has a lot to do with a lot, you know, stress and things like that. I don't sleep very well, but uh, I got to figure out. I don't know, Madam uh, Therapist, what do I need to do to sleep better? Because I, I know... We are our worst patients. Uh, you know, we never do what we tell other people to do. I can, I'll can, i say that. I never do what I tell other people to do. So, I don't know. Tell me. Maybe if you tell me what to do to get me some good sleep and then I'll reverse it to you, maybe we'll get some good sleep.
1: <laughs> I mean, I kind of have an idea as to why for my situation. And some of that is just, um, you know, us being at home a lot and, I know for me, I don't feel like I'm moving as much as I would if I were to be leaving, if I were to leave my house and um, stuff like that. So I think that's part of it. Um, my eating habits are not anywhere near what they need to be, so that's another part. Of it. <laughs> so I mean, I think for me, it's just needing to move more, needing to have a better night routine, because um, I, I think. I think I'm doing a really good job at my morning routine for the most part. I mean, it's not every day; it's not a every day is not a hit. Some days are hit miss, but like I try to get up every morning, no later than seven. Well, I try to wake up around seven. So I have my alarm set to go off at seven, and then just kind of try to do my devotion and you know read something mm-hmm. supporting to me. Maybe watch something on YouTube that's pointing to me. So by the time I'm starting to work, I've at least accomplished some things. I try to. I'm doing an ab challenge. Um, we won't go into that more, but I'm doing an ab challenge. But <laughs> so I try to do that before I get my day started and all that too. So I, mean, I think maybe just kind of like you said, just trying to figure out a good routine to get started. I think um, will help. hmm
0: I'm gonna have to. So, I mean. I just need to figure out how to go to bed on time and actually get my mind to turn off. I know I go to sleep, but I don't ever, excuse me, remember going to sleep. See, like now, I'm tired. <laughs> and it's like, uh, what is sleep? What is sleep really, you know? And I think for me, I hear, oh, I, I when I hear stuff, I can actually sleep through it most of the time. But if I'm not in that good deep sleep, oh, it's over. And then I don't know how to go back to sleep. I wish I could do what you do. You know, you fall asleep at the drop of a hat no matter where you at. I have never been able to do this. I need to see. It's not that. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> some cases, it is. If I felt and now, it'd be different. If it was like I could still fall asleep, if I felt safe, like if I was someplace and I felt safe, I just fell asleep. I can't do that. I, I've never been able just to, unless I'm dog, dog tired and I'm to the point where my body's like uh, cussing me out internally. Like if you don't lay down somewhere, you're going to get put down. So. And that's happened probably two or three times in my whole 38 years of life where I've, like, been so tired that my body said, okay, you're sitting still, we're going to go and go ahead and go to sleep. But every other time, like, I could be sitting comfortably at somebody's house. Everybody around me could be knocked out. But for some reason, I'm not. I can't shut down enough to to go to sleep. And I could be in a familiar setting. I could be cozy. I could have my blankie and my cozy socks and my pyjamas. And no bra on in the Not how And it's not that my phone distracts me, because I would put my phone down. I would turn the TV off. I'd be in total silence. Or i will put on some white noise, because shout-out to my sister who gave me this lovely uh, Google Dot or Amazon, whatever. Oh, I think it's Google. Which one is Google? I think it's Google uh, with Alexa and all that. And I could tell Alexa that. Do something, you know, like play some white noise and, and, or whatever noise that makes me fall asleep, rain, thunderstorm, it, it'll play that. And I still don't fall asleep. So I don't know. I'm going to have to go to a, a hypnotist, or a sleep specialist, or something to say, look, I need you to help me <laughs> fall asleep. Like,
1: well, yeah. and I'm, I am an advocate of really not any medical things. Um, And then just kind of taking it from there. I I also recognize that some of my sleepiness um, is a matter of me not. It's a medical. It's related medical related things. So I I think you know making sure you rule all that all that out would help.
0: Yeah, I need to because it's just. uh, I think it's. I'm I'm over this tiredness because it's like I wake up tired and then I don't get. I go to work tired, and I come home tired. It's like I stay tired. It could be, you know, something else going on in my body, but I've been doing this for a long time, never getting good, 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 good good sleep, and now that I have an additional person in my house, uh, I really feel like I don't get good sleep because every time I get comfortable, I have to go do something else, and it's like, uh, yeah. So I know this is not what we were supposed to be talking about today, but it's okay because I think, especially in the um, unrest of the world right now of everything that's on everybody's mind. Sleep is something that's important and necessary. And if we could figure out how to get us some good rest, I guarantee you we would probably come up with a lot more solutions to some problems if we came with a clear head. Because I know some people are sleep deprived, but some people are making some crazy decisions right now all because they're tired. So. Here you heard it here first. Empowered Hour says, Go get you some sleep people but it ain't gonna solve everything but it will help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and so uh one of the one of the um I guess you could call a subscription that I'm connected with the Subecinista, which I definitely would encourage people to check out. Um, on Sundays they do uh, ask the expert. And so, um this Sunday that just passed, um, we got a message saying, hey, we're not going to have an Ask the Expert. We'll pick that back up next week. Instead, we just want people to rest and deal with their mental health and just unplug and just kind of just, you know, just relax and enjoy your day, um, which I thought was, you know, I think that's important because um, I think last Sunday, uh, the focus was just on mental health again. Um, I think that wasn't the expert was like a mental health therapist that was on there. I didn't get to watch it. The Mm -hmm. mental health therapist that was on there that, um, you know, just talking about the importance of of just kind of how to deal with with all that's going on and things like that. So, But, you know, the fact that we're talking about um, rest right now is not necessarily off-topic. Even though a lot of people would say they were sitting around doing a lot of resting, because we can't really do much, and, you know, we've been in quarantine, and although the city is slowly opening up, um, you know, we still have a host of other things to worry about. Um, So, yeah, I think it's just a lot going on right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, you know, a lot of times I worry worry about, like, you know, the people who are out here who are emotionally drained, and they don't take the time to take care of themselves, and they're so busy, going, 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 and you're not taking care of yourself, you don't want those same people to get ill and then lose the momentum of what they're fighting for or what they're working for. So um, it's very important that we all recharge and definitely take a mental break because I can't even imagine some of the stuff people are dealing with right now personally because it was uh, a family member internally you know, that has either succumbed to either the virus or to gun violence, and having to deal with that, plus trying to keep yourself safe, trying to keep the remainder of your family safe, it's a lot, you know, and if you don't charge your battery um, and and get uh, revitalized, you're not going to be good for yourself, nor the rest of the people who are remaining in your life, you know, because I... No, I got a phone call this weekend um, of a friend of mine whose parent, her father, passed from COVID. And um, you know, she told me this weekend, but I guess it happened last weekend. She asked her husband to tell me, but um, he didn't have my phone number, so I guess they probably rectified that now. But she ended up calling me and telling me about you know her father passing. And their service, service was today. No, I'm sorry, service was. Was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday because I think I was um, I was actually dumbfounded by it being on the Sunday. But anyway, so she was saying how, you know, of course, it was stressful because now the family can't go to the service because he had COVID. And the funeral home is now taking such precautions that they are only allowing, you know, less people than the 10 in, and she said that her father, even has to, even though he's deceased, is still having to wear a mask. And I was like, that's kind of powerful, um, that your loved one who's now deceased from that because they don't know if it's uh, laying dormant in his body. I mean, they usually flush deceased people out with um, embalming fluid and things. But because they don't know, they're just being extra cautious and covering his mouth for the services. The small service yeah. that they had was you, And I was like, well, that's got to be stressful. And, you know, and the first thing that came to my mind, because I'm like, I wouldn't be getting very much sleep because, you know, she's got to be there for her mom, she's got to be there for her kids, she's got to be there for herself, you know. How much sleep could she possibly be getting? So, you know, how much is she recharging and re- revitalizing herself? So, I know in a couple of days I'll probably check on her see how things are going because, it's it's hard right now. It's extremely hard. You can't you can't have your family support around you when people pass. You can't have your friends around you. You know, people can support you from a distance or virtually, but it's it's that human interaction that everybody craves is missing, and a lot of people are losing a lot of sleep because they don't have that. They don't have that. Uh, human touch that we're so used to. Because I know for a while, it's like, man, I want to get out of the house. But it's like, I don't know nobody who's not afraid to get out of the house. But it's like, where will we go? There's not very many places to go, even if you did get out of the house. And So now stuff is starting to open up. My, like, and then you hear about all the people who got sick from the protest, for instance. And I was, and most, if not all of them had on masks, but they were just all gathered in a space together. And it's like, well, dang. now I got an older person in my house. Now I got a younger person in my house. It's like, do I gather? <laughs> do I? Because I like people. I do like people. I just have to do them in doses. But I just, you know, trying to get out and get that human touch, that human interaction that we all crave It's kind of like, it's a scary thing, and I know it's messing with some people's sleep because some people do need certain people in their lives in order to cope, in order to function, and mm-hmm. they crave touch. They crave that interaction. They crave that, that sensation or that, uh, that good vibe, if you will, from other people.
1: So for you, do you feel like um, I've had several conversations this week Multiple um, people, um, where we've kind of talked about like with all that's going on right now, just kind of how to how to manage it from the standpoint of you know we've you know this year we'll see a lot of people talked about vision because of it being twenty twenty and um, all these plans that were made and um, kind of having to cancel plans and shuffle plans around and even with us, like, trying to plan a celebration but trying to see is that even realistic to have and trying to figure out, do we postpone it? Do we not? Um, so then dealing with COVID and being in quarantine and then, you know, the, um, the murders that have been going on and the protests and the rioting and just, just all the stuff that has been going on for the last, I mean, the last six months, but even just it down to the last month and just how do you wrap your head around that? Like, for you, kind of, what have you been doing to balance or attempting to balance?
0: Well, I was going to say, I don't think I'm balancing very well. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't think, because I've been trying to be quiet. I've been trying to be, you know, keep my sister soldier hat away from my head because it's, it's hard to do. And I know... um, we're getting the signal that we've got to take a break here in a minute, but I guess what I'll say before breaking, and I can reiterate, they'll finish up when we come back, but the biggest thing for me is to basically know where I stand with certain things and then be able to make an intelligent conversation from it because there's nothing worse than somebody coming with false information and false narratives and basically rallying up people unnecessarily. There's nothing to me worse than that because there's a lot of people out here who have this narrative in their head about what happens, what's going on, what's really legit about, you know, COVID, what's legit about uh police officers, what's legit about this, this and this. But there's so many people spewing so much wrong information that I don't want to be a part of the wrong information. I don't wanna give people something to think about that um, there's some facts behind it. So, um, but when we come back from break, I guess I can go into detail about what I mean. So, um, when we come back, we will continue the conversation of, well, <laughs> it went one way and started another. So, we'll just continue the conversation. It's going to be an organic conversation today. So, we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. See, zero didn't satisfy me. A million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson that it's all about your perceptions. Hey, are you a papa or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car It's about the size of the faith in your heart There's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh You better thank God for that There's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh country of brazil i met a young brother that made me feel that, that i could accomplish anything you see just like me he wanted to sing he had no windows and no doors he lived a simple life and was extremely poor on top of all of that he had no eyesight but that didn't keep him from seeing the light he said us are like in the usa and all i did was complain And here is paradise He taught me paradise is in your mind You know that there's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh You better thank God for that There's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh On the TV, there's hope. somebody's acting crazy. If you get it, it'll drive you crazy. But I'm taking back my power today. Gas prices, they just keep on rising. The government, they keep on lighting. We gotta keep on surviving. Keep living our truth and do the best we can do. Cause there's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay the laugh. You better
0: organic conversation about um, basically taking care of yourself in a challenging time. I mean, I know we had one thought in our minds when we started the show, but I think, I mean, we'll probably get back to it and, and go back to that thought. But um, it has definitely turned into a self-care because right now it, self-care is very, 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 very important. Um, and before we went on break, uh, you asked a question about what am I doing? now um, to kind of balance the madness, you know, and it's, it's I don't know, it's, I'm I'm sucking at it some days for some days I pull that sister soldier hat out and I go hard and I'm like, you know, defending, 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 and the other days I'm just quiet. I just sit still because I don't want to get more angry and I hate being angry all the time, but it's kind of like these situations make you angry, you know, especially with the COVID situation. If, if this, if if other countries can get it together to get their people cured, um, and they can get them cured faster, and they can get the whole—I'm um, not even going to say cured. I mean, if they can keep people from get more and more people from getting it and spreading and spreading and spreading and spreading, why can't we? If we're supposed to be such a great nation, <laughs> why can't we get it together here? And it's like, you know, I think we talked about this this weekend where we're talking about how in Africa, you know, they had 8,000 people, I think you said, total in the whole continent. And
1: it was a, a – a, I mean, it's, it's a high number with a low number. Um, I have a friend that was, was doing some work over there, and, and I'm estimating high just because I don't remember the exact number, and I don't want to misquote. Um, but they had less than ten thousand cases. Um, but again, this friend was kind of sharing. And when you think about it, think of all the the different diseases and things like that, and outbreaks and unrest that they've had to deal with in Africa, for so like malaria and all those different things. Um, and so they they just have a system in place to be able to manage all of that. And even though it's it, it Still, is difficult. I think just knowing this is how you do it. This is the system. I think that helps. Because part of the challenge, or at least the challenge that I've often heard from clients and just from family and friends, is just the unknowing. That's the difficult part. And just how do you plan for what you don't know? Um, like how do you how do you plan to? So, like one of one of my friend's siblings um, turned thirty this year and got married. Well, had to essentially push back their wedding and push back kind of how they wanted to celebrate their birthday, just because their birthday and wedding and all that stuff has failed during quarantine. I mean, pretty much majority of my, well, a nice portion of the people that I hang out with the most, their birthdays have been during this time, 36 months. And so kind of not being able to celebrate that or even... One of our former Girl Scouts, we talked to the mom this week, last week, and um, she shared that her daughter turned 16, and she's pretty much the only friend, only person out of her friend group that could celebrate. Like, people are graduating, and they're not even able to, you know, like, when we graduated, we had, like, an open house and, and all that stuff, and it's like they're not having that, at least not the same way. I mean, things are different now.
0: Yeah. I've been to a drive-thru baby shower, which wasn't really a drive through baby shower. It's kind of like a pull-up baby shower, and uh, all in the front yard, not in the house. And uh, we brought the gifts, put them on the table. We stayed away from the mom as <laughs> much as possible. Yeah. We were six feet away, and they had cupcakes, and we put our name in the drawing or whatever for a gift, and, you know, and pretty much dispersed. So, And then my grandson's birthday is coming up and my daughter's talking about to drive-up baby, uh, birthday party, like, and how that's going to look and, you know, how we're going to do that if if things are still the same in two weeks because birthday's in two weeks. So, you know, having to be creative, I can say that this time has definitely taught me how to be more creative or to be more um, resourceful and using the things that I have, you know, because can't always go out and get those other things are not always available, so you got to kind of, you know, look in your freezer and be like, "What well, I got in this freezer?" Because <laughs> at one point you go to the store, you couldn't buy no chicken. <laughs> one point you go to the store, you couldn't find no ground beef. So now that those things are back out and high as heck now, I don't know if you noticed, but shoot, they ain't got no sales no more in no places. Um, even though they've been booming, their business been booming since <laughs> they. Don't raise the price the ground beef for extra 75 cents or more, depending on where you go. And uh, milk, because we don't buy milk that often. I think milk is higher than it used to be. It's just like, dang, fruit. Oh, my gosh, fruit don't last. I bought fruit Thursday. You know it had mold on it today, right? And I'm like, how? <laughs> how? I had to throw a whole container of raspberries away because when I opened it up, the very, very top ones, they looked okay, but the second, The second one, the third, all the way to the bottom, yeah, those are done. All in one day, one and a half days. And it's like, you know, I think this year has definitely been a 2020. It's been a clear vision type of year because it's showing people, one, you got to use what you got, (laughs) and two, you have to uh, be thankful for who you have in your life because, they could instantly be snatched because a lot of people lost a lot of people this year due to coronavirus um, and or gun violence. And I don't think as many people realize, like, people can be snatched. They can be young. They can be old. They can be middle-aged. They can be upper class. They can be lower class and whoever's eyes those are. But I think this year has definitely been an eye-opening clear vision type of year because we clearly have seen if you don't have any type of – if you don't believe in God, this year should probably sway you to thinking there's some other power in this world because no other thing can shut down and but still preserve, like, a higher power because, like, you can't – like, it shut down the whole world. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, not just the United States, it shut down countries around the world, and around the world, these same people are still supporting black lives matter so if you ha if people don't understand that there is some kind of a higher power than by this year alone, then I need to i I think some people need to say hash checked almost because it's like you can- you cannot sit and think that there is nothing else higher than us. Because so many people have made it, but then so many countries who don't ever support each other are starting to support each other, especially when it comes to black lives. And to me, it's like, it's very eye-opening. 2020 has definitely
1: given some vision.
0: I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I'll speak on that, but.
1: Well, I I agree. And I I reposted something last week about that, and I think, I think it's all in perspective. so I mean, I, you know life life is interesting in the sense of we can make plans and they can be totally different. i mean i've I've said before, um, I was definitely someone that kind of had my life mapped out and planned out, and I probably have only probably <laughs> maybe twenty five percent of that is true of what I have envisioned myself to be, um, and just kind of learning that you know it is what it is and you just take it in stride, you learn what you need to learn and apply that lesson to be better. I mean, I, I do agree that this... even though I think some people would say, well, I was expecting things to be different. Um, I think a couple of things. One, I think this, so far this has kind of showed us um, we don't have as much control as we like to think we do. Um, I've worked with a lot of clients this year who we've, that's the one that we've talked about is like who are used to have control and managing things a certain way, and that's just not, that hasn't been an option because there are things that are completely out of their hands and there's nothing they can do about it. I think another thing is um, kind of you touched on them It's just kind of recognizing the things that you really don't need that you thought you needed. Um, so like when you're at home, those of us that were able to stay at home, Just like you're, you kind of realize, oh, I don't need to go out to eat all the time. It's okay for me to sit at home and cook. Or, you know, I know a lot of people are talking about ready to get my hair done, ready to get my nails done, which I'm definitely wanting to get my nails done. But just kind of recognizing that it's okay if I don't get them done. I haven't had them done in three months, with one more (laughs) month, for two more months. (laughs) You know, just kind of recognizing that you really don't need those things, or just wants, and just being clear on what are my wants and what are my needs, and how, how can I move forward when it comes to those things. Yeah. I know
0: my coworkers have gone stir-crazy trying to go get tans, and, well, one of them, she was like, I, gotta, I need to go get a tan, I feel like I need to get tanning, and this is the first thing she says every morning, I need to get tan, but... And then she comes in with her tan, and I'm like, "You clearly don't get nothing on the wire. <laughs> she like, she got her nails done, <laughs> she got a haircut, she got, she know when got everything she could possibly get because she was like, "I just, I just gotta have these things." And I'm like, "Well, she just do Me, I ain't doing nothing unnecessarily. Like, I wouldn't even be buying a house right now. I don't trust the housing market because, <laughs> it's like, you know." <laughs> up and down. I mean, I thank God I got my house, but I got some stuff I need to fix on this bad boy, but to get another one right now is kind of scary. Kind of scary. I mean, I know you ain't supposed to live scared or in fear, but it, you know, being human, I, I do have that little bit of a fear factor in my life where you know, I need it to make sense. I would like for it to make
1: sense, but it doesn't always <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't though? I mean, you, you want most of us, that is a fear, the fear of the unknown is, is a big thing. Um, so it, it, I get kind of having that that nervousness and fear and all that. Because, I mean, we don't, we don't know uh, the things that are changing. We don't know what we'll maintain. Like, I know a lot of people I've been hearing, their jobs have basically told them, you're going to be working from home for the rest of the year. You know, I can't tell you how many parents are saying, I don't know if my kids are going back to school. I think I read something that here they're allowing the district to decide themselves how that's going to look. Um, I saw on the news last week about um, summer camps and how they're like certain age groups. It's not even an option for them to be able to have summer camp because the reality is you, I don't know any three to, what, six-year-olds and probably a little bit older than that, that you're going to be able to enforce wearing a mask and social distancing. Like, that's just, with my five-year-old nephew and my two-year-old nephew, they don't get the concept of social distancing. Yeah, we can tell them you can't get close, this, this, and this, but, like, you know, especially when these kids, they miss their friends, they haven't seen each other, they're going to be all over each other, like. <laughs> so, just, so, like, now that we know how successful we can have online meetings, how many more, is that how we're going to do things moving forward? You know, we just we just don't know. We just don't know. And then with all the, the unrest, which, I mean, with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, none of this is new. This is all, this has been happening. But it's becoming more, people are recognizing it. Um, some people are recognizing it. Just kind of even what will come of that. Because it, it almost feels like we've been hit with, a bunch of major stuff in a very short amount of time. And I, I know last week just kind of sharing with some of my friends just very much feeling super emotional and not knowing, just like just being there. Just because it's a lot to process. And it's, it is definitely
0: scary. When you said something about the kids wearing masks, I thought about Michaela telling me, about my grandson having to wear a mask at daycare and, and if he takes it off he can't stay. I'm like, what one-year-old do you know is going <laughs> to keep a mask on for eight hours? But like, you might as well not take him because as soon as you drop him off he's going to take it off his face. So, we <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> are done deal. Just keep him at home. Because I'm like, when she said that, I was like, I don't know a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15, maybe a year old who would keep a mask on for eight hours straight. Eight hours straight. Heck, I'm 38 years old and I can't keep it on for eight hours straight. So, I mean, I don't know. I think people are so uh, cautious that they're over-cautious and they're not thinking straight. Like, there's no way you can keep a toddler from doing certain things, and it's like you can't tell a teacher when you go home not to be around nobody because they got family. So there's really no way to protect anybody without keeping them away from each other and never going around a soul for the rest of the time. So I don't know. I just just, hopefully they figure out what to do and how to make things right.
1: So don't make it...
0: Well,
1: Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You're fine. Go ahead. I was just thinking you brought up a really good point as far as, like, I think people... I think the media, some media outlets have done a very good job at scaring people. And so now, like, we're looking at the effects of you've scared everyone with, Covid, And not to say that it's not serious. I don't want people to think that I'm trying to minimize it. Um, but, like, everyone has been scared and their anxiety has been heightened. And how do you go from don't be around people. It's okay, the city's back open, so now we can go to the restaurants and pick up where we left off. And it's like, how do you do that? <laughs> when, but what, three, how long have we been in quarantine? Three months, four months, three months. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't know how long Since what, March? Is this March? So we've been in quarantine since March and just kind of think of all the stuff that we've been hearing since March. And now we're being told, Hey, Vegas is back over. Go to Vegas and gamble Oh, okay. <laughs> it's you one
0: know. of the nastiest places to be because ain't nobody wiping them machines down after every person gets up. And I never thought about it until now. I was like, man, the amount of people who sit at these machines drinking, smoking, sneezing, snorting, coughing, and these machines probably get wiped off maybe once a day. If that, they may not even get wiped off once a day because I don't think even in a 24-hour casino I've ever seen somebody going and wiping them down uh every hour or anything like that. So just think about the massive amount of germs just festering on a machine. Festering well, that's
1: Huh. That's every that's a lot of places. I mean, every day we 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 have to be cleaner. <laughs> you hope people are cleaner. I do not heard so many people still
0: coughing. And I'm like you ain't even covering with your your, your elbow, you ain't coughing into your arm, you ain't even trying to protect nobody, like, uh, <laughs> it just frustrates me. Because I've been, like, pro-cleanliness, you know, before this, but now I'm really like, okay, people blowing their nose at tables, oof, that's, like, the biggest pet peeve of mine in public, like, I mean I mean, you do what you do in your home, your business. But you better not ever blow your nose on my kitchen table or in my kitchen or uh or even, you know, in certain places. Like you just step out. Just I don't even like don't even accidentally fart in my kitchen. That drives me ooh Ooh. <laughs> like I don't know, I have weird pet peeves about that. <laughs> it's like, you know, people still blowing their nose at tables and it just turns my whole appetite. I don't know. I need to get over it. I know because I can't control what other people do. But that is the grossest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Somebody, <laughs> why are you eating your spaghetti, or are you eating your steak, and you just hear, you know, somebody snarfing off. <laughs> yeah, that's just ugh, ugh, gosh. Sorry. And now we're gonna take another break. But you know what I'm saying. That's just that's <laughs> a good place yeah. to me. Because I just gotta get myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well I clearly the thing doesn't do about with bodily fluids. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We will take another break and then just kinda of come back and continue our discussion on just kind of mm-hmm. how how everyone is dealing with life. All right, we'll be right back.
2: JQLM Radio presents Lunch Money Mondays brought to you by our sponsors. Tune in every Monday at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a chance to win $10 towards your lunch on us. Call in at 317-886-0296 at the appropriate time and answer the question of the day. Answer correctly and the $10 is all yours. So listen often throughout the week for hidden answers. Lunch Money Mondays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network.
0: are back, and I have maintained myself real quick, um, you know, because bodily functions. (sighs) Anyway, um, so this is the last part of our show, I guess. um, We should, uh, you know, definitely talk about leaving some good nuggets for people in self-care. I know we've been preaching about self-care, like, the entire time we've been on the air, and I think more than ever we have to help people realize that self-care is necessary. Self-care is definitely something that has to happen because you cannot pour from empty cup. You cannot um, give something that you don't even have yourself. So you definitely have to um, recharge and rejuvenate yourself and uh, relax and restore. Shout-out to uh, <laughs>
1: Regina, a plug for her business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. He checked on me last week and I was like, I need to take some time off to, to come see you.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and I still need to take her up on her uh, health care worker um, offer. Um, so if you are a health care worker, just as a side note, call her and see what deals and specials she has because she does have some for health care workers. So, um, or first responders, we'll say that. Um, anyone who's on the front line. Um, So, yeah. Uh, But, you know, making sure we all take care of ourselves because we only get one body. We only get one of us. Um, You know, no matter how much people try to duplicate you, no matter how many times people try to be like you, there can never be you because God did not make a photocopier that creates a human being because even when they started trying to clone people, they couldn't, you cannot clone somebody's soul, you cannot clone somebody's being, and so that's why clones never work, because they may look like, but they are not like that person. Shout out to the movie Us, because that show showed you real quick that <laughs> Jordan Peele and his lovely mind, how how uh, cloning does not work, so, uh, so, uh, or... Heather and all that good stuff. But if you've never seen us, I mean you've probably everybody has seen us at least two times. That explains why you cannot, you know, pour from an empty cup because you cannot own yourself. You cannot be your best self and be a duplicate copy of yourself. So, I mean, I went around the Barbara bush with that definition explanation, but you got me. You
1: feel me. But Yeah, I mean I haven't seen the movie, but yes. <laughs> I'm behind, it's okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought I was going to get time to get caught up. Didn't happen. It is what it is. You taking
0: your black card again. Sorry, revoked. Whatever.
1: Whatever. Like, I tell you all the time, that does not determine my blackness. It's because I may or may not have seen certain movies. I mean, you got to see Jordan Peele
0: movies, man. But it's okay. I'll let you fly. I'll let you
1: fly. Mhm, mhm. Mm, ma'am. So, Miss Athena, for you, kind of what are um tips or at least things that you the tips that you would give others the things that you're trying to make sure you do. Because um, I know we we'd work really hard to promote self care, self care, self care, but we if we're being transparent, do not always follow our own advice. And so kind of what are you doing during these challenging times just to kind of have a peace of mind and be able to move forward and still serve people and be, you know, a listening ear and all those things?
0: Well, one thing I'm definitely doing is I do not watch the news every day. I cannot. And I have here lately not been um, on social media every day. Even if I hop on there for two minutes to post something and get off, like, I try not to look too long. I give myself a time limit because being able to um, dissociate myself with the negativity, because, I mean, it's not all negative. I'm not going to say it's all negative. But just being able to take a step back and not have that in my face. Because I I am very, I take on a lot of people's emotions, even though I don't mean to. Um, And that's why I think sometimes I try to have a harder shell because I do take on people's emotions. And then when I take on their emotions, I don't know how to get rid of their emotions Um, and still deal with mine. So that's why I think sometimes I like staying to myself because I don't have to worry about carrying somebody else's weight with me. So um, one thing I definitely encourage people to do is not to watch the news every day. If you turn it on for weather or talk to your phone, look at your phone for the weather, But just try not to engulf yourself in the news because the news and media, they have their own spin. They have their own way of putting things out there, and they know how to prey on that negative feeling that you have, and they know how to to basically take the worst part and make it the spotlight versus, you know, highlighting things that are important. So definitely, definitely stay away from (laughs) the the media outlet, you know, at least a couple times a week because... I go sometimes a week or two without watching the news, and I feel good. But then when I start watching the news, and then it's like a downward spiral for me, I watch at 5 o'clock, and I might watch again at 11 o'clock, and then wake up in the morning with it, and it's like I started my day off negative because I have literally taken in all these things that I've came across and have now made me um, angry or have made me on edge and have now made me more emotional than I was before. So that's just my my biggest thing right now is to limit my my uh, TV views when it comes to um, the news and things like that because I don't want to hear no more stupid tweets by that man who's in office because <laughs> that ain't going to do nothing but aggravate me. I don't want to hear no more about... <laughs> I do not hear no more about how this person don't like this person because they're killing their skin or how people keep saying you know enough already with the protesting enough already with this this and the other and it's like oh yeah so I just don't want to take on people's stuff so that's what I'm trying to do right now I don't know what are you trying to do um I would say similar so I kind
1: of Definitely minimize my intake of um, the news. I really only watch when I'm over other people's house. Um, I made a conscious decision to just kind of stop watching the news a few years ago um, just because I was recognizing how it was impacting me. Um, with social media, I, I mean, those that know me, I'm not on social media like that anyway. Um, I probably get on Instagram the most, and normally it's, it's a group chat that I kind of focus on, but just even with that, just being very mindful of that, I recognized that the day that I was really emotional, um, I think I, I, my intake was just too high that day on top of the fact that that was a high client day for me and so most of my conversations were centered around um, life. So it just was a lot. Um, so just being very mindful of that, making sure that I'm mindful of using the tools that I have when I I do, I am exposed to a lot because of what I do in nature. And so just being mindful of what are your tools to kind of, I guess, detox if you will, after seeing clients and things like that and hearing people's stories and trauma and how um, the protests are impacting them and um, we don't talk about COVID as much, but more about the protesting and and all that. Um, i Definitely spend time with family and friends. I definitely do my best to recharge over the weekend. So, like, me, Athena, and another friend, we we went inside on the stoop. I went from people eating Mexican food yesterday on uh, Saturday. And I just kind of went for a drive. Like, we did. We, <laughs> we did. But apparently we drew a lot of attention for whatever reason. And I did have on a big yellow dress. Um. So that. <laughs> <laughs> we got
0: brown and brown people. That's what we were intending. We are brown and
1: brown And we. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, we. I will say we 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 did practice social distancing, but you know, people, everybody. I think because people are out and about, and again, we want that connection. So we got a lot of, even though we were trying to have like some conversations, there was just a lot of people that were stopping and chit chatting with us. Um, so it was it was very interesting, but there's something to that happens when all of us are together. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, what else am I doing i I'm seeing my therapist um and just kind of venting and talking to people who i can who I can feel safe to vent with and um, and doing what I feel is my part. Um, I think all of us have a part we all have a lane, and just doing, I think to do nothing is not an option. So to do, you know, even if it's, I have people who are like, I'm not going to go out and protest, but I can give money. I have people who are like, I can make phone calls. I have people who are like, I can feed people. So just, uh, I feel like that was a big discussion this week was, do I protest or not? And just kind of reminding people that when we're done protesting, what are we going to do to make sure that we're still things, change to make sure that progress is being made. We've got to do stuff on a legislative level so there are people that are working on that who are tirelessly working on that and, you know, people who have all these organizations that are tirelessly working to make change in those organizations. And I think all of us we can find something to do and it doesn't have to always look like what people say it should look like and we shouldn't shame people for not doing certain things. Well, I mean, that was a long
0: answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was totally, totally, um, I'm all for it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we have to be accountable for our actions, and we also cannot demand change if we're not trying to be a part of it. You know, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we're doing our parts. And if we need to be on, uh, you know, some kind of legislative board or if we need to just sit in when they're making decisions, and when they say he- public hearings, we get to those public hearings and 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 make sure that we're you know making our voices, our votes, our everything count. So that's one thing I can say. You know, our ancestors before us protested. They they stood up, but and they got things done, and they got it done to to almost to this point, and then now we're starting to go backwards because we haven't learned from our history. So we have to learn. make sure we learn from our history. We need to learn how to fight repeatedly, not just for a moment, and keep keep the momentum going and not get sucked into, oh, we're good now. No, we're never going to be good. We go to the pearly gate. So <laughs> we got to keep the fight going until we meet our savior, whoever, or that higher power we believe in. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's always something to do. Always something to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So, well, we got one more minute left. So um, stay tuned. uh, Go to our Facebook page. uh, I'll have a posting on there. We're going to continue discussion of mental health um, with the Indy Black Chamber um, starting at 7 p.m. tomorrow virtually. There will be links on there to register um, because uh, it can only hold so many people. So um, Mm -hmm. register and please show up and be a part of the conversation, even if you're just listening in. And, and getting some help, uh, getting some, just getting some knowledge nuggets, we'll just say that. And Empower Living will be uh, a part of that discussion. Uh, George Milton, who is a uh, therapist as well, will be a part of that discussion. And a bunch of other people as well, but um, Anita and I'm sure uh, Larry will be on there from the Indy Black Chamber uh, of Commerce. And if you don't know who they are, please look them up. Indy um, Black Chamber does a lot of good things in the city. And, um, um, so if you have not been a part of any of the organization's, um, things that they do, make sure that you look them up and become a part of that because that is something as, um, as a citizen of the Indianapolis area in Marion County, you can, uh, join, and it's a small fee. It's, what, $200 a year? So it's not like it's a crazy amount, and then you can still be a part of it, and they do a lot, a lot, a lot of things in the city. So um, go to our Facebook page today, tomorrow, uh, join in, get those tickets, and be a part of the discussion. So until next week, um, take care of yourselves, and make sure you're living empowered. You know, the more you know, the more you can live empowered. So.
1: I don't know, but I'll shut up. Anything else, Renata? <laughs> no, i mean, I think I think you, you said something. You said what you need to say. The reality is that it's a lot going on right now, but that doesn't mean that um, we can't get through this, and that doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice your mental health to do this. Um, and if you need help, reach out. I mean it doesn't it doesn't have to be in private living, but if you need help, reach out to. There's so many organizations that you can speak to. It doesn't even have to necessarily be a therapist. Just.